Hey girls, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to the True Femme podcast. Um, If you are new to the pod, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. If you've been around forever, um, I love you. And uh, we're just, we're going to go ahead and jump into today's uh, pod, which is super fun. I am so pumped to bring a special guest on and her beautiful name is Kelsey Kemp. And if I'm going to, I'm going to shout you out too. Um, she, Kelsey is a career coach. So if anybody is looking for ways to, uh, figure out, like, if you're not like happy with your job and things like that, and you're like, what should I actually do? What's my calling? Um, that's Kelsey. And she even has a podcast. What's your podcast called Kelsey? Answer the call with Kelsey Kemp. Hit me up. Oh my gosh. Answer the call with Kelsey Kemp. So go, go peep that. But, um, and you know, check her out. But what I do want to talk about with you today is Kelsey is an alumni from the True Femme Academy. And she is going to just share her experience in the program. And um, whether this, you know, whether this inspires you to join or you feel called or pulled to join or not. My hope and prayer is that you all feel very, very inspired just by her story alone, that there is hope. There is so much hope for all of you on the online dating apps. I know a lot of people don't feel that way um, and that there are really good men out there. So um, we're going to hear her story. We're going to learn, just hear from her, her um, own experience in the program And, um, she is in a really beautiful, successful relationship so far. And as we do, as we are on these podcasts, I always say so far, right? Because, um, when things are new brewing and stewing and, you know, we don't have the ring on the finger because, you know, you're two to three months in or whatever each girl's story is. Um, we, we always say we'll see, won't we? Um, and, uh, happy to report a lot of my, my girls do end up with a ring on their finger. Amen. Um, and Kelsey seems like she's just doing just such a great job. And so let's hear, let's hear from you, Kels. So I would love for you, if you don't mind, could you tell them your name, where you're from and how old you are? And if I only say your age, because sometimes it's inspiring to hear ages, um, you know, just what your story is. And how about let's kick off the, uh, why don't you, well, I'm like, where do we want to go here? Where do we go? Where to begin? <laughs> so many yeah, things. Why don't you give us a little, uh, brief rundown of just like, when did you join? Mm-hmm. Um, what caught, what inspired you to join and, um, you know, and then, uh, what, what was your experience? So I'll let you kind of just take the floor oh, I'm and ready. If I might interject here and there with just some follow-up questions. Okay. So yeah, go ahead, I girlfriend. am so amped about it. Just grateful for my experience. I'm like ready to get going like a 10 year old boy who just got a slingshot for Christmas. I'm like ready to go. So <laughs> I, my name's Kelsey Kemp. I'm 29 and I live in Austin, Texas loud and proud Texan over here. And if I don't mention that enough, I feel like from the weeks that we spent together, Rachel, you and everybody else is like, we get it. You love where you're from. (laughs) Um, um, I joined the program 
um, the round that started in August and it's December now. So it's been a really fun couple of months. What inspired me to join was I've been a pretty long time listener of Heart of Dating, uh, Kate Warman slash no Tomlin now, uh, her podcast. And y'all did a series together, just breaking down masculine versus feminine energy. And I listened to that whole series. And honestly, a lot of the time I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Got it, got it, got it. But then you said this one thing that like, you came at my life when you said this, absolutely came at my life. You said, have you ever been on a date that you just think is going so well, but And you're coming at it from a perspective of like, wow, that went so well because it was so intellectual and you you think he's smart. He like is going to think you're smart now. And we're like really good, impressive people. And maybe this is uh, resonates with some fellow ambitious women. And I know that there was a lot in my group that we all resonated with being pretty ambitious and career driven and but you don't hear back is what you said. And you're confused by that. And I was just like, okay, she actually murdered me because you said, the thing is, he's not looking for a business partner. He's looking for a romantic connection. And I was like, how now I feel so dumb. Like, why do I just like want to have this proving energy on some dates that I've been in? Like, we need to make sure that each other like has a good credit score and like checks all the marks and it has stuff going on in life. And you're like, that's not the vibe. Literally don't be improving energy. That's masculine. And I just realized that I had a lot to learn when you said that. And so I went over to your podcast and listened to a lot of other alumni stories. And I thought, heck, it's always vulnerable signing up for something new and investing, but I'm really used to doing that because I don't want to just stumble around in life and kind of hope things happen by accident or just with time. I don't assume that just with time, something's going to change. I really want to invest and go deep. And I appreciated that you're not just teaching dating mechanics because I don't really need that. Like I'm a sociable person. I could figure out how to like connect with people. I'm also, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like not shy, but what you taught wasn't just logistics it's like a different way of being that makes you so magnetic so anyway that was a bit about how I got into it and I've been so grateful that I made the decision to jump in oh yeah okay I love that you just said you know it's not it's not just like mechanical it's it's a whole way of being it's a literal way of being (laughs) it's like rewiring women's beingness okay so, and so, although we have the tools and we, we teach all that too, you know, it's, it's uh, a lot of deeper work as well. So, um, mm-hmm. let me ask you something. What was, uh, tell us about, um, your just experience, tell us about what was your favorite thing that you learned, um, mm-hmm. or what was the thing that stood out the most, the favorite part mm-hmm. of the program? And then tell us post-program what really happened to lead you into this amazing love light, love story that you're in the middle of right now. So what was, what was one of your favorite, um, parts of the program and, um, what stood out to you the most in the, in the, um, six weeks? 
Gosh. Okay. So I feel like I'm was tempted to just give like an actual outline of like everything that we talked about because it was all very impactful. But I think the order that you had it where we went through our limiting beliefs and I've I'm in the coaching profession and like per personal development. And so I've done a lot of work around limiting beliefs, but still, and maybe that's something I would really like the girls listening to hear, but still it was so important to have a beginner's mindset and do that work so that I could then go into the thing. Some of one of the things I loved the most was um, you not going into that really stereotypical advice of like, write a list of things that you're hoping for. Instead, you're like, a list is not the vibe. What is the vibe is you going into your vision and feeling how good it feels to know and trust that this kind of man and this kind of vision is coming. And so I feel like you really helped me actually physically embody and rest in a posture of hope and not just like hope, like this thing is outside of me and one day it will come. Like it's at some point in the future, a man that is like my ideal man will come, but rather you had us go into this vision of like, just talk to yourself every day, go on a positive tangent of like, wow, it feels so good knowing that my, like an amazing man is on the, on the way. It feels so good knowing that, uh, like incredible men are attracted to me wherever I go. <laughs> and so you like really had us go on those, uh, positive tangents. And that has changed my life. Like almost every day. Now I find an excuse to say, wow, everything's working out for me. And it's true. Literally, I get people riled up all around me because they're like, wow, it just seems like things are working out for you in every way. I'm like, that's right, baby. All the time, <laughs> all day. Seriously. You're like, so that's, that's right. Because I'm saying that I'm speaking yeah. it. Okay. So 100%, let me ask you something. Did before um, the program, would you say that you had some negative beliefs or surrounding men and romance and lack beliefs, like what, wow. like what were, what was the vocabulary around men and dating before joining the program? Yeah, some, and I, again, already was trying to be conscientious about this, but they were still in there. They were in there. Like, what if, okay, this is like re really stereotypical, but I certainly didn't escape it that thought that what if all the good guys are taken I really was starting to fear that 23 24 25 is when like the first batch of like all the cream of the crop is taken up and then people like me you're at in later 20s or earlier 30s or even beyond we're getting like you know maybe in a non-ideal traumatized past someone who's like you know, not got their crap together or there's some, but about him like, oh, he's great. But, and what I ultimately feel and what I see now, like in my life is that God answered my very, very specific prayer to preserve someone just, well, and this is just an example, like I don't know where Kevin and I are headed, but now I have proof that God has preserved an amazing person that is just for me, at least for now. 
And, and like, to the extent that I've been like freaked out getting to know Kevin, because so many things that I prayed and hoped for are just right in front of me. It's almost like I have like a boyfriend by design. It's crazy. And he's so beyond not like the leftovers. Mm-hmm. He is, um, if you're listening to this, I think you're crew of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> And so I had that like scarcity mindset and fear that would pop up every once in a while, or I would fear that something's wrong with me. Um, But I feel like going through TFA really helped me actually dig myself so much more. Mm, (laughs) Not just love, I dig myself, you know? Yes. (laughs) Like, wow, nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong. That's right. And I love that so much. And I just love the big thing where it's like, no, I feel like I know my worth. Yeah. I'm a high value. I'm confident. I'm these things. And then like girls come to my program and they're like, wow, that was the one thing I realized I did not actually value myself. I didn't dig myself as you're saying, right. The way that I ought to, right. Mm -hmm. How are you viewing yourself is so key. Mm -hmm. And how do you truly, how, what are you embodying? And the truth is we're embodying a lot of negative beliefs, a lot of mm-hmm. trauma really, um, from our past and things. And so we have to work to, um, dig those up and really rewire them. And so I love that you said like all the good guys are taken. Oh my gosh. Is that so common? There's yeah. no good guys left. There's this and that I'm getting older, all those things. And so we have to, actually work to shift out of that. And yeah. And when we are feeling into what it is that we desire or whatever in that situation, not just writing a basic list, but like, okay, how do I really desire to feel? What Mm -hmm. happens is, is the thing that you desire doesn't feel so far away anymore. It Mm -hmm. actually, it's, it's as though you, um, close the gap from what you're desiring. And so we dig deep into that in the program Um, and it's just, it's constant and girls who really, really take that very seriously, almost every single time are coming out in seriously, really beautiful relationships. You know, who inspired me the most? Marsha's boyfriend came like flying at her at lightning speed. Like we were all like almost like shaken. I think she was shaken by that experience. (laughs) Like, whoa. When she, cause she, I feel like took some of the exercises like way more seriously than a lot of the rest of us. And so we were like, oh wow, we need to stop slacking. We need to get like, (laughs) she inspired everybody to really step it up. She was like going to the next level with exercises. Yeah. So, um, and uh, we won't even get too much into all the ins and outs of it, but a hundred percent. So I just, I think that's beautiful. I think it's good to like, you know, a lot of girls listening will definitely relate to what you're saying when, gosh, the good guys are taken, like, okay, yada, yada, yada. Now it's like, no, um, there's, there's a surplus of good men all around me and, you know, they're everywhere. And I love the feeling of being around good men, things like that. So, so anyways, so that was one of uh, your favorite parts and I'm so glad. And I'm so happy um, to hear that you were really taking all of the lessons seriously and really, really putting in the work because as all uh, things in life go, everything works when you work it. Diets work when you work it. The, the six pack comes when you work it. It doesn't come from you know, doing, doing your crunches once a week or, or once, you know, for three days straight and then stopping right No, 
comes from consistently working it and then the results come. And so that's really always, always the thing, the vibe we're, we're like, very like vibe, like we just said the vibe, but I think everyone <laughs> listening, you guys know what we're talking about. It's kind of the jam thing, the whatever. Um, so I just love that so much. So tell us, so you, you finish, you complete TFA. And I think we, we finished in the beginning of September was the last group we had and you decided to get back online. So, um, interestingly enough, you, you were kind of on a little break during the course, yeah. weren't on the apps during the course, right? Exactly. And that's what I'd love to talk about. Uh, like, even if you, someone listening, who's like, okay, like, maybe should I consider this or should I not? My, uh, you might, one question you might be asking is like, is it the right time for me? I have a lot going on in life and it might not be, but I would like to offer my story that I thought it was going to be an okay time for me, but af- shortly after signing up, I ended up having a lot of personal circumstance like just kind of hit the fan all at once. And so I still joined our calls, but I was very much like, Rachel, are you surprised that we're having this interview right now? Because I don't feel like I talked more than like two times for 30 seconds at a time during the entire program. Like I always had my video off. I looked like the laziest student of all time. I was always driving. I was always driving. (laughs) She's yeah. like, I'm on the road. I'm like, how's it going, Kelsey? Hey, I'm on the road. I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, the other girls were like really engaged and some of them would always be talking and you're like, okay, well, they're really applying themselves. Meanwhile, Kelsey, but I was owning the fact that I was not in a place to date, but I was owning the fact that I wasn't a place to hear encouraging information for the day that I would become ready to date. And so I was not on hinge. I wasn't really um, applying too much, but I was patient with myself and I knew that the time would come. And I was still grateful with my for, uh, for myself, uh, signing up, even though it ended up not being a great time to be dating at the moment, like concurrently at the moment. So the program ends, I give myself a few weeks and I realize, like, okay, I'm like, no time is absolutely perfect, but I'm going to go ahead. I feel like a little opening in my life. I'm going to start pushing myself to get out there. I get back on hinge my dating app of choice. And within 17 days, I connect with Kevin and I went on a a few dates, (laughs) like from the time that I decided to start applying these principles and embodying feminine energy. I had men flying at me in all directions. Like it was, it, I, I was shaken and I'm still kind of shaken by it because I was like the most single girl, you know, like I was, uh, I feel like I trademarked the term braces and homeschooled. Literally. I, that was me. And I <laughs> like, dating past. I did not date at all until I was 26. And then I was like, ah, I should really put myself out there. I don't want to be like a hundred and, you know, single. Yeah. And so, uh, I've have very little dating in my past. I mean, I've had like two, two and a half month dating situations and one like serious boyfriend. And that just lasted six months. So just to give someone like context or a flavor for my dating history, but the last year and a half or so, I've been on a break focusing on more personal and professional stuff. Um, but all to say, I never felt like a guy magnet ever, ever, ever. Um, I felt like I was never noticed. And so 
just applying this and feeling like I did not have to try at all. Like I wasn't even thinking about it. It just became, I just really was relaxed because the whole thing about feminine energy, and this is another thing I would love to speak into. One of my objections to starting this program was I did not, I, it was very off-putting to me, the thought of learning how to act or put on an act or manipulate men, like learning tactics. I didn't want to feel fake. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really resonated with being super feminine before. So I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. For those reasons, I kind of doubted that I wanted to be a part of the program, but I'm so glad I did because it turns out this is not a manipulation boot camp. This is not about, Hey, like, sink into your hip a little and soften your voice. Like freaking no, that is not what it is. It's like literally just learning to relax and enjoy life more. And I feel like all of life got better. Like I made more money. My business was more successful. I tried less things came to me, like more friends came to me and yeah, like every aspect of life got easier and like I would be at a party and I would notice guys were not talking to like any other girls. They were like literally queued up, literally queued up to talk to me. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> this is a joke. Who am I? <laughs> this is amazing. And um, like literally a guy on LinkedIn before I met Kevin reached out to me. It was like, maybe. And he took me. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like LinkedIn, personal life, guys flying out of nowhere. It was crazy. Um, so I did go on a few dates and I was just like in that flow. Yeah. And anyway, I'll stop there. You were in the flow. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. 100%. Like we said, like, like we mentioned earlier, you know, it's so much a way of being, you know, it's, and it, that's why it's more of a returning to your beingness and your femininity. And, and I do just want to emphasize that, you know, it's like femininity, feminine energy, whatever. It's not something that, that you like, yeah, that that's some formula that's like, okay, it's this and that. No, it's like a whole, it is a rewiring, but to me, it's a complete returning to yourself, honestly. So exactly. returning to your being, your essence, who you're really designed to be and the ease flows. Amen to that. I love that you said that. I use a lot of this in all parts of my life, you know, just, okay, well, even in work, even with things, it's like, okay, well, I, I honestly am not here to, to push or to shove or shove something down anybody's throat. It's just like, Hey, is this me? This is my experience. Take it or leave it right. Lean back. Right. So it's all about the lean back, but I love that, that you're saying men are flying out of nowhere. And then the other thing is exactly a lot of girls like, is this the right time? Is this not, um, only really you can decide for that. You know, it's really just to ask yourself it. Do I want to, uh, continue to do this on my own or continue to just flap around, you know, how I am, or do I actually want to, you know, up level, you know, do I want to just try something new? Something I loved about you, Kelsey is Kelsey. I want girls to take note that although she realized after signing up that, oh my gosh, maybe I can't participate as much and I can't be as engaged in all the things she's, you still, it's funny. You're like telling me, you feel like you weren't that engaged. I feel like I connected with you, you know, Kelsey, just by saying hi. And, you know, you would write in the chat and, um, 
And so you were pretty um, involved for, you know, maybe, uh, you know, for all that was going on in your life. And, you know, uh, Kelsey kept a very positive and open attitude, open, open, open. I cannot preach like openness enough. I just can't preach it enough because it's a huge part of feminine energy. So, um, you know, uh, sometimes I have girls and, you know, they're like, I don't know, you know, should I join, should I do this? And then they ask a really a ton of questions. And I totally respect that because, you know, everybody, you know, if you have questions, you need some answers. But if I feel like a girl is like wanting me to kind of convince them to join, I just will not do it. I, I mean, it just won't. I'm like, because you must feel that in your spirit, you must feel called on your own. Otherwise, you won't take the self, the, the deeper self ownership of doing, doing the work and the things. And, you know, everything really truly has to be your own decision from your own heart, your own intuition, the own, your own pool inside to join. And then that way you take that responsibility where it's like, shoot, I can't, but I'm going to show up as I can. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stay open to learning period. Right. Just period. I'm here to learn. Right. Um, I'm here to grow learning and encouragement for the, like, have it there for the time that it's time to strike, you know, like just have it ready, especially since you don't do the program. Like it's not constantly open. You have like a few rounds a year. I'm just like, I wanted it for when I am ready. Yes. And that's why I also made my sister and my friend sign up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. I know. I can't wait to get to know them. Um, in, in January. So, okay. So tell us about your relationship. Let's get into that. So you 17 days after joining hinge, which mm-hmm. was about like what a few weeks or a month after, uh, finishing the program. Exactly. And, um, how did that all go down? And by the way, Kelsey's going to give you guys a pro tip, pro tip on a, a little sneaky way to use hinge. If you don't know it already, but if you do, Great. If you don't let, let this sink in, go ahead, girlfriend. Yes. Okay. So the way I connected with Kevin was, and if you're a current hinge user, then maybe you've seen this, but I've been on and off of it for a few years. And so I noticed that they recently changed it to where you have the normal like section where you could flip through matches and swipe and see if you want to connect with people. But they recently created this standout section that they, the it's like basically the hottest Christian babes. I mean, per the algorithm for like my values, but they, <laughs> it always made me so mad. And I thought it was a scam because it's, I am like, okay, this algorithm is probably just like the guys who get the most hits on their profile, they're definitely like, honestly, the hottest. And I probably, I don't know, they probably already have girlfriends and you have to pay a few dollars to like send them a rose to reach out to those people in the standout section. But I guess I was just, even though I would like hardcore craft on that section for a long time, I decided, I guess I was just feeling it one day. And so I went into the Christian babes lineup in the standout section and I decided to send Kevin a rose. And guys, it does work sometimes. I just want to give you a little encouragement. It's not like a total absolute scam. <laughs> so it does work. <laughs> And so the way I'm happy, I guess, to talk a little bit more about the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Dive in. Like you've been, Kelsey's been completely swept off her feet in shock, right? 
uh, yeah, I, again, shaken on multiple levels. And so, Kevin, let me just like give you a little picture in your mind. Okay. Give us the picture. Okay, let's let's go there. If he's listening, he's so uncomfortable right now, as am I. Let's just be uncomfortable together. So, <laughs> amazing smile. Literally perfect little bone structure. I'm so obsessed with him. I need to stop. He's so handsome. And he's 6'3", senior manager in finance for a tech company. Oh my gosh. Uh, he takes me out country dancing. I love it. We have all the same interests, which was amazing. Like that was on the first date. We established that both of us listened to the exact same podcasts. And we're like, wow. What I also learned from this is I think and my media interests teach me I am a dude but in my energy, I'm feminine. So it's okay. And, <laughs> um, and uh, he just has been so amazing in pursuing me. I have not had to lead the relationship at all. He always plans our dates. That's something that I always felt like I needed to kind of initiate to keep the relationship on the line or alive. Uh, or I wouldn't really hear, uh, at a, hear back from a guy at a frequency that made me feel like comfortable or connected, but he always reaches out to me, uh, like to an extent where one of my roommates was like, I think you should text him to encourage him. But I, I was like, no, I'm having my heyday of proving that I don't have to pursue this whatsoever. I'm being pursued. <laughs> Kevin was like, yeah, that is good advice though. Like you can reach out to me sometimes. <laughs> and But he is a master planner to the extent that he'll like text me where to park. Aww. He like scopes out the perfect place for me to park for the restaurant um, and just makes it so thoughtful. Caring for you. Seriously, we don't have like repeat boring dates. It's been about two and a half months now. And he's always thinking about like, I think it'd be fun to like mix it up and do like a movie night and then cook dinner and then go to a casual restaurant, then a fancy one and then an activity and then a walk and whatever. And he just makes our life so fun. Um, Yeah. Is there anything? Oh, by the way. Oh, I should also share like, I was worried that I wouldn't, get to be with a guy who was really serious about his faith yeah because that had always been really hard for me I always felt like I was way more serious about my faith than the guys that I met or like honestly hot ones are taken in the in Christendom uh, <laughs> that's like my frank fear that I had um but Kevin has such an admirable values-led life. He has already been investing in his faith and his community years before I met him. He inspires me in my mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. And I just worried that wouldn't happen. Aww. So for That's those so of you who need some encouragement. Um, and he's so respectful. Seriously, like in terms of like sexual boundaries is another thing. I felt like I always was meeting guys that like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but they would really push me or uh, it wouldn't feel respectful or it would feel like I needed to guard myself from them. Mm. But he loves God and like is serious values about the same values. Thing. values the same thing. And values so, you. They're out there guys. Amen. And um, also she just told me before we um, started this, that 
his mom flew down from Minnesota to meet her. And he wrote you a very sweet text saying that like, he can't stop talking about you or whatever. What is it? I don't know. Oh yeah. He says that sometimes he was like, so hard. (laughs) He's going to be so embarrassed. (laughs) But it's like, it was so hard writing financial statements this week, thinking about you. I'm like, damn right. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. I love it. But anyway, smitten. he's smitten about you. Yeah. And he also like from the way that you taught me in the program to ask for things in like a feminine way, I never feel like I, I I feel like I have the tools to avoid the age old, like womanly pitfall of nitpicking, nagging or demasculinizing. Wait, what's the word? Yeah. Demasculinizing. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, like diminishing him when asking for maybe something that I think would be even more enhancing to our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, he uh isn't naturally a words of affirmation person, but that's one of my top love languages. Sorry, my cat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and uh in the background, but I just told him like how much that means to me and would like affirm. Um, every time that he did push himself to share words of affirmation. And now he's like a grand champ. Oh. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And so he's like coachable or like teachable. Yeah, and was, part yeah. of that is because like, he loves that when I communicate things, it is like you just said, a rising to the occasion opportunity, not a, Hey, you're not enough or whatever. So thank you for teaching. Like, and that's one of the things that he said uh, that he appreciates about me so much is my communication skills. And I'm like, (laughs) that's when I, when he said that, I was like, let me just go write a post in my Facebook alumni group for TFA. (laughs) Thank Rachel for that. Oh, he loves your communication. Amen. Okay. And then also, um, oh, didn't he say he liked your profile or something? Oh yeah. And I straight up just use the profile props that you said. And like what you were saying about openness, it's so important because in learning to kind of return to my true self, which again, it's not becoming a new person. Like, oh, I'm feminine now. It really feels like I'm returning to my true self, my true nature. And in that, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable because I'm having to practice some ways of being that I had felt fallen out of for many years. And so in that, like some of the texts that you would encourage us to send, like after the first date, for instance, I straight up used your script and I was like, is this like overdoing it? Is it like a lot? Like, oh, you made me feel so good or whatever. Brother loved that text. I think so I need to stop calling him brother. That's a joke. Yeah, That's no. Yeah, no, sorry. You're like, <laughs> Rachel, you were like, you were doing great until that nanosecond. Yeah. Never say that again. My guy loved that. My guy loved that. <laughs> and um, I, I want to also add, by the way, it's kind of funny because there's another girl who was in the last round as well. She um, actually goes to my church and she, uh, so I see her sometimes. And also ladies didn't know her at mm-hmm. all um, until she was in my group and she told me she went to my church. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But anyways, <laughs> but now I see her, you know, and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? You know? 
And she is also in a very beautiful relationship right now to going on like three months, same meeting his family, they're meeting hers. And she literally said to me the other day, she's like, oh my God, I die. I laugh. Cause I like, I, I literally follow exactly what you say to say, Rachel. <laughs> it literally works. And she's like, I would never say these things in my past. But when I do, it's like, just, it serves me well, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's genius. So, you know, and that's, that again, goes back to the whole thing. Um, so many people it's like, I'm like, no, just like, say what I said, say, like, you know, it's just funny that, you know, there are some answers to things, you know, we just have to do them. Like regardless of what you overcomplicate it, seriously, stop, stop overcomplicating it. Like if someone is listening to, to this right now and feeling like, oh, you know, that worked for Kelsey, but that's like one of how many girls were in that program. Literally stop. If, if you, first off, I don't want to say literally stop because that, that was me. I, you know, we all have those thoughts. It's really normal. Like what if I'm the one person this doesn't work for, but if you really are being open and just trusting and like being feminine, like you said, it's not really like a antics or strategies it's like a way of resting in certain values, like resting in the value and posture of trusting, receiving, relaxing, like being in a pleasurable life mm-hmm. or uh, like posture in life. You will get plenty of other things out of this, like even if it's not dating right now, like I said, lots of other areas in my life started going better. Even like my relationship with literally any other man, like the way I talk to my dad now, he's like constantly puffed up to like level 10 of like feeling good in his hero state, masculine, ultra, like superhero dad. It just like, when you invest in this, you will realize that women are actually the ones that call forth the best in a man. And so like, stop hating on men. It's also not our fault. We don't need to hate on ourselves, but just realize that kind of the way God created- You have a lot more power than you realize. You have, that's the perfect way to say it. Like you really will impact so many other men and women when you step into this kind of work and it's easy and there's no like doing it wrong. Yeah. It's easy. I want to, I want to ask you a question. What did you feel about the group aspect of it? Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, they get nervous that it's a group, but oftentimes, um, I, I actually think it's funny by the end of it. So many people are like, I love that. That was my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> like exactly the encouragement and everything. So Yeah, I totally agree. And it's totally fine. Like I literally until your program, I would say I don't like group programs Mm -hmm. because I've been a part of other coaching things for different like business and personal stuff. And I wasn't really about it, but with TFA, I think that it was really important for me to get to hear and like be in it with other girls and their stories and in their process and not just in an echo chamber of my own mind. And really it was girls, like some of the ones I mentioned, and I could call them out by name, but I won't like y'all stories. If they're listening to this, y'all were the people that I was holding in my head that I was like, Oh, if it was like, if it worked for me, me, like it'll work for me. 
Mm, And so it was really important in faith building to get to hear other people. Um, And like, sure, sometimes are you listening to someone and you're like, I don't relate to this, but that's like, you have to invest the time and like cast the net and know that like a large portion of the interactions are going to totally be for you. And I got to hear people ask questions that I didn't think of, or, um, also it taught me how to be a better friend to other people. And I was listening because I was like, oh, even if I don't relate to what's being said right now, like one, I might one day. So let's not be ignorant about that Two, One of my friends probably will. So I want to listen. And so it's just so worth your time. And I feel like now I'm all about group programs because I'm, and I actually changed my business. <laughs> Literally, I've changed my business because I was like, wait, I think my clients should get to learn from each other. Yeah. I think that people don't realize, especially, I don't know, like with the dating thing is that the cool part is, you know, um, you know, I'm obviously give a lot of free advice online, but until we see or hear a real example. So, you know, and you get this variety pack of like so many different examples, real time coaching, real time, me breaking it down and how to communicate. And it's like, Hey, he said that. Okay. What did he say? He said, okay. So then say this, say this, they say that. And all the girls are like, Oh my gosh, I'm taking notes on that. Like, that's what I need. That was my favorite. I loved it because it wasn't theoretical. It was like a girl would be like, I have drama right now, solve it. And we're like all in it you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just real life examples, you know, yeah. and real life, you know, figuring it out. And so, um, and exactly what you said, like, there's going to be a lot of them that super duper resonate with you. Some that may not resonate. Right. But, um, but regardless, um, they're, you know, it's really sweet and, you know, there's, there's a whole sisterhood that comes from it. And everyone's like, yay, you know, excited about it, everybody. And, you know, it's really fun, like doing like victory stories, like, you know, as we round table that a little bit and, you know, and then coaching, I mean, there's just so much, there's so, so much to it. Um, and I, I love it obviously. Um, but I think it's important to hear like, you know, who, who was Kelsey before this and how floored she is on the other end, you know, of like, oh my gosh, I didn't use any of this before. Now I'm in the dating realm. I'm using all these tools and all these things and this way of life that I learned in this program. And so, um, and it's working right. And it's, it's, it's all amazing. Right. And she's in this beautiful, wonderful relationship, you know, two, three months in and, um, you know, he already wants his mom to meet her, which mm-hmm. always is a very good future sign. And he's going to meet her parents, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in like a week or two or something like that. So, um, let's kind of wrap this up. Cause I mean, we could talk forever. <laughs> Wait, can I like address one other thing about, yeah. cause uh, one last thing that is scary for anybody is like, what about the money? And this is what I had to tell my sister and my friend who I made sign up for the program. So it's like, if you met your husband and then literally had a fulfilling relationship because you knew potentially for the first time, how to be in a dynamic, strong, masculine, strong, feminine energy polarity, and therefore had not only got to like meet your husband and attract him, but like keep an engaged relationship. I like, don't think you would ever miss those dollars. Yeah. Like, would you question mark? I don't, I don't think you would. So if anybody is like, 
getting their panties up in a one about that. (laughs) That's so funny. That's so true. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, we worry. And I mean, yeah, money, I mean, we all worry about the money. I mean, money, it's funny relationships and money are the two things that we're all afraid of. Um, and I know myself, like I, I actually very much empathize with people who are worried or nervous, you know, to take that plunge, um, because I do it all the time. I do it one, one, two, or three times, two, one to two, one to three times a year. I'm making, you know, big investments myself and different like coaching programs and mentorship and, um, and different things like that. And, it's a very scary. I mean, this, I think it was last year I did a program that was 10,000 this year. I did one that was 8,000 and, um, I'm freaking scared every single time. Then I'll, then another program I'll sign up for is 3000 and I'm scared, yeah. you know, and I feel like every time, you know, like I'm getting certified in breath work and just different things. And just to continue my own, like, um, education and things like that. And it's like, every single time I'm also very, very nervous and I go back and forth and all these things. And I'm like, ah, but I always go back to myself too. And I'm like, okay, like you can choose to be scared or you can choose to be inspired and you can choose to trust yourself or you can choose to believe that there's not enough in the world. There's not enough to go around. There's not enough of this. I I'm not going to be able to that no, that's all limitations. It's all limitations. And, you know, I always say whether it's my program or not, but like whatever investment it's, we're scared. Every investment that you'll ever make. If you listen to financial people, they're like, it's all a risk. Sorry. Yeah. Like every single bit of it is a risk. (laughs) So, but without risk, there is zero reward. There's no reward apart from risk. And so you have to be willing to, I invested one time a thousand dollars because I was going to start this program. Anyway, I never did it was just crazy. And I was, and I remember the first time I was like, Oh shoot, I lost that thousand dollars, you know? And I was kind of bummed, but you know what? I, I shifted and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm actually really proud of myself. Like that, that that's taking one step forward in that direction. And one step, one step, you know, and yeah, just keep it moving. Like don't get stuck on anything. Just like that's being feminine in life and business too. See, I feel like you taught me how to like apply it to everything, but just keep it moving. I feel like is one of your phrases. No, don't get hopped up and worked up. Oh, I lost this. I lost this. You're focusing on loss. You're focusing on lack. You're focusing on loss. You're focusing on lack. Okay. So what's going to continue to show up? What's going to keep you tied down that one experience when you can, you could build new evidence of positive experiences. Example, Kelsey, I wanted to actually mention that with your relationship. You're like, oh, there's not enough good men. There's not this and that. And you're like, okay, well, no matter what happens with the guy I'm with now, I have now created a new evidence file for myself that says there are really good men out here. And wow, am I grateful that I got to know that that is a possibility. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are good. Uh, Praise be, you know. Amen. And we just keep it going. You know, we don't worry. We don't fixate on loss. We don't fixate on lack. Every time you do, you'll stay there. That's where you will stay because you have chosen to truly. And, um, and now I'm kind of going on a little money tangent, but I think it's so important. I mean, we get, so we hold ourselves back because we don't think things are possible. And the truth is you're a wildly creative being each person, every single person is a wildly creative human who uh, you could probably find things in your house today that you could put on Facebook marketplace and sell, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's so many things that we can do to uh, generate what we need or, um, you know, work things out. But the best question to always ask is 
are, do I feel like my personal life is worth this? Do I feel like my personal dating life is worth trying is worth taking a plunge? You know, am I actually tired of staying the same? You know, am, do I want something more? Do I want the dream life? Like Kelsey, do I want this dream boat, you know, a perfect match showing up in my world? And, you know, um, that I didn't even think was possible literally two months ago. And yeah, the the answer is yes, I I do. And, um, so, okay. So what do I need to do to get there? Well, I, I need to just staying stuck and, you know, watching the Kardashians on TV or whatever, um, and scrolling on Instagram and swiping, right. Okay. Maybe swiping right is a little action towards that. But the other things that we do all day, you know, isn't exactly going to get us closer to what we want, because guess what? I'm sorry, but uh, God's not just, you know, um, sending a little stork, you know, to drop some man off right at your doorstep. Like that's not how it works. You guys all apply. Now I'm really going off on a tangent. Oh, I love it. I'm so with you. Yeah. But men, here's the thing. God. So it's, it's, you're saying with your job, nobody, when people are trying to apply for a job, they take the time and effort to get a headshot, fill out an application, write things you're taking action, maybe even study a little more so that you have more advantage in that. Right. So you do so many things to get the job you want or to get a job at all. You're taking active stake in life. Yeah. So God didn't just like, oh, like this perfect job sometimes. Okay. Occasionally it works out that way and praise God when it does. But for the most part, we are free will beings and and we must, we must, uh, take steps. Sorry. We, we have to, Rome wasn't built in the day people built Rome, people built all the things, you know, and that we have now. So things are created, right? We create things. We have abilities beyond measure truly. And so um, don't limit yourself though. We only limit ourselves by, uh, our mental capacity that we decide to limit. So that's my yeah. tangent, but anyway, but apart from that, <laughs> love it. all that to say, uh, yes, I get it. It's tough, but it doesn't matter because, um, where there's a will, there's a way when you're feeling called to something, it's up to you to take the action or not. So regardless, I really hope this podcast was super, super encouraging, Kelsey, um, we're excited to continue to hear more about your, uh, the evolution of your relationship. Um, and when you get engaged, uh, we'll have to bring you back on the pod to give us the updates, um, because hello. Um, and then also, I mean, one last thing, anybody on the fence who is thinking about joining, what would you tell them to do? Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm even open. If you really have a question, you could reach out to me on Instagram. Um, Whoa, I did not plan on doing that, but I was just feeling it. I was in the flow. Um, I'm well, I will log on like every couple of weeks because I'm (laughs) so in the flow. I decided social media is like a major waste of life. But if you want to reach out to me there, I will check my DMs for you. Kelsey underscore the call to career. Um, But otherwise, I would just say like, I hope that something in this episode spoke to you. And I would really ask for you to trust that instinct. And it's so easy to be like, well, I was thinking as you were just um, the things that you just mentioned, there's two kind of common Christianity (laughs) uh, questions that come up in Christianity and Christian culture is, well, what's the difference between this and like taking my life in my own hands? 
the thing is like when you meet that person I don't think there will be any ifs ands or buts about them being a full out just product of grace and God's gift in your life God like John Piper has this quote that's amazing your job is faithfulness God's job is fruitfulness so I was not the one that like created Kevin or anything like that. I just was available to take the action that I don't know, like if I would really encourage you to read Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verses one through six, that passage is one that I feel like we should obsess over all day long because it says like, you don't know which, uh, crop will succeed, whether this seed or that seed or that, um, investment will work, but do not let your hands be idle for the one who does not sow will not reap uh, and will not eat. And so God is acknowledging, yeah, you don't know what date is going to work out, but what will not work and what will keep you single forever is waiting. And it says like, there's this pass a part of the passage that says those who just look at the sky and try to predict the winds, like will never start getting to work and planting. Wow. And so it's not your job to predict what month of your life, what date, what profile is going to be represent the man that is your husband. That's not your job, but your job is to get to work. And so I just would really ask or encourage you to just do what you can and going out on dates and being a part of this program is something that you could do. And whether he shows up now or uh, in a bit, what you see today has no impact on whether or not he's coming. Like he is coming. I would really like everybody to just sit and rest in that trust because I feel like it's also really easy to be like, well, I know one woman who's like so faithful and whatever, and it never worked out for her. So therefore who am I to hope? It's like totally your choice, totally your choice to be like, I have faith that because there's people out there like Kelsey and like a bunch of others who have been telling their stories on this podcast. I, why not me? Yeah, sure. I'll believe it's going to happen. Or you could be like, Oh, because that one lady is like really sad about how her life turned out. Then I don't deserve to believe that it's going to work out for me. Just choose, like, don't get caught up in negative examples. So anyway, that was a lot, but you got to look for, um, evidence of what's possible. I, I fully agree. I mean, what a great, those are great verses. I forgot about that. So, wow. I love, I love that. Um, those who have idle hands, nothing happens. And that is the facts. So anyway, beautiful Kelsey, love your story. I think we could talk all day and Actually. the Lord only knows how long this episode is going, but, um, if you're here till the end, we love you. We are happy that you are here. And, um, yes, you guys can reach out to Kelsey. I can even ta- uh, put her Instagram in the show notes and you guys can um, reach out to her or maybe even get some career advice. I don't know. (laughs) Um, and, but Kelsey, thank you so much for popping on here and just sharing your story, sharing your experience and being a light and a good example of, um, really taking all the things that you've learned and applying them and, um, just, just being so shifting so deeply into that receptive state of being, 
and that flowy state of being is is absolutely beautiful. And um, take note on her little pro tip on I think it's hinge right on the yeah. rose thing. Okay, it works so sometimes. <laughs> it bumps you up in the algorithm in the yeah. categories you like. I'm sorry, but you know those uh, apps are going to have you pay to play just a little more. So um, they, you know, I guess they they have to pay their employees somehow. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, if you want better algorithms, you can always do that. And by the way, sending a rose is fine, right? It's just saying, hey, I find you interesting, but it's not like pursuing. It's not like this hardcore pursuit of this guy. It's just like, hey, I noticed you. I think you're cute. It's like the same as matching on, on Hinge or saying hi. Um, I feel like we like, it's so funny, Kelsey and I, before we pressed play here, we talked about all kinds of things and they're all like kind of coming back to me, but um, she just was, is she's been doing all the things from the program and she's like, Rachel, I've been using your words. I've been doing the thing. I'm going to name my first child after you. I think that's what I said in my Facebook post. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are hilarious. She's like, I'm about to name my first child after you, Rachel, because uh, hello, thank you. Um, that's what she wrote to me. It's so funny. Okay, but anyway, um, Kelsey, you're a doll. Thank you so much for just being brave to come up and share. You know, um, I know it can be a lot, but um, I'm sure a lot of these girls feel blessed and are encouraged and uh, there are good men out there. Don't lose heart, don't lose hope. And um, if you are interested in joining the program, the next round starts in the beginning of January. So there's a few more weeks to get in. Um, but I love you all so much. And I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Love you. Bye.